Killer Khaleesi. That's why we call her Killer Khaleesi. Right. We got Ryan up. Ryan. Man. I've been trying to get in this room for 30 minutes. <laughs> Zayos are trying to stop you from exposing the truth on Twitter spaces. It's, yeah, maybe. NSA. <laughs> <coughs> no, it's better than before. Yeah. I'm gonna send I'm sending the co-host invite and the reason for that is I mean if you can accept it, let's see. That way if any chick tries to interrupt you, just mute her. Let her learn some manners. Welcome, Ryan. This is the chick who's gonna co-host with you, but she's gonna say very little, I promise you, because she wants to hear everything you have to say. Yeah, because if I get interrupted a bunch, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I'm sick and I live in Asia and I'm not used to all the yapping. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> uh, so, so listen, Ryan. First of all, thanks for coming. Come in. Uh, we want you to jump right in, but just a few questions before you start. So, first of all, actually, let me people tell you. So, Ryan Dawson, and you can tell everyone about your history in a bit more depth. Has been exposing and researching everything related to the Epstein files. I believe. From 2007, but Ryan, you can correct me and I'd, I'd explain it. Uh, I mean, tell everybody, Ryan, when you started looking to Epstein, how long your research went about and how long it took. And I remember, like, for example, in 9-11, you did a number of FOIA requests and you did a, you do explain to us the depth you went into when it came to 9-11. So tell us about Epstein. How did it go? Yeah, I got wind of it around 07. And it was actually the 9-11 stuff that sort of bumped Epstein off the off the map for a minute because I just <laughs> couldn't get anyone to listen to it anyway. And everyone was very interested in nine 11. And that is also a, a major event and ties to the exact same state. And, you know, we were at that time still occupying Iraq and people dying every day, which was a result of them erroneously attaching that to nine 11. So we talked about them on the forum and, and whatnot. And um, YouTube uh, was like nothing back then. And I would end up getting banned off that in 08 anyway. So we would talk about it. I'd write about it on the website. But it didn't really start getting traction until around 2017. Because um, there were all these head funds managers that got murdered. No one knows and talks about it now. But um, we were following the white-collar crime. And then I met one of his victims. And then it exploded. And then he got rearrested in... Uh, the summer of 2019, and then everyone wanted to know about him all of a sudden, even though in 08 he'd been arrested. There really wasn't a bump back then because there really wasn't anywhere to put the information. I mean, it was on my little website. I had an AOL website too. They erased that. Um, I had a forum. I was on someone else's forum. Then I started, well, it doesn't matter. It, was, it got bounced all around. But you'd think after this guy... You know, uh, a billionaire gets arrested for what they say is prostitution, which I think is a misnomer because kids can't be prostitutes. They can only be raped victims. But that there would be major interest in this case. And I think there would have been if people had known it had happened. But that was not a big deal. That wasn't a big news item. He wasn't a household name. It's he started. There was like some rumors about Dershowitz raping kids and like Clinton hanging out on the and flying on planes with Epstein for a few years before he got arrested again. And that was sort of like the sexy angle, because for the for regular people, you need a like a celebrity name. 
you need like a Clinton or a Prince Andrew or a Trump. And it's still sort of like that now. And when they thought Trump might be involved, that's when the televised media actually talked about it for the first time when he got arrested again. But actually, Donald Trump, for all his other faults, was very cooperative with the investigators, were the only one that would set aside time and tell them everything he knew. When the Israelis set this operation up, the first thing that they infiltrate is the policing institutions. And so you can see that with Louis Reach, who was the FBI director in 96, was also um, an Epstein client. And they had the Clintons compromised before that. You can see pictures of the Glenn Maxwell and Epstein in the White House in 93. That's just the earliest photo. That doesn't mean that's when they met. That's just the earliest thing we can document with photographic evidence. Clinton was profiled way before he became president because he was already being accused by multiple women of his uh, sexual escapades when he was governor of Arkansas. And so they profiled him quick. And that might be why he got to be the president. But I don't know where you want to start. Um, we can start with questions or you can just let me rant. I, I'm, I'm good. With whatever. Well, we can ask you questions and you can just go and run. We're all cool with everything as long as we can get the information. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'll do anyway, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, before people... you do more, Ryan, let me just tell people, guys, we have got the one and only Ryan Dawson, the number one expert on the Epstein files. What do I want you to do? I want you to like the space. I want you to retweet the space. Let people know what is going down in the space. Also, he's going to be talking about his Epstein client list. He's also got a map. And the map is golden. It's £45, I believe. I got it shipped to the United Kingdom. It's that damn good. So check it out. That's in the nest. Check the map out. So everything he talks about, you will know about. Ryan. I knocked off 10 bucks actually, yesterday. To make it more available yeah, but, to people. Oh, he's made it he's made it a 2024 discount, ten dollars off. Even cheaper it's, um, gonna get cheaper. It's cheaper if you live in the US and Canada, because that's where I have to mail it from. Anyway, it's uh it's not just a list, it's the connections between the people. It's much more in depth than that. If you're talking about the map. I even made a shirt that has a map on the front and a list on the back. And you know, it's it's been on the website for years. It's I've posted the first page at least on Twitter periodically. But um, you know, I, I'm even nervous sharing this stuff too. It's like I'm pissing off the richest, most powerful people on earth. It's a bunch of billionaires, heads of state, you know, <laughs> prime ministers, presidents. But it you know, it is what it is, and it really speaks to how rotten and sick our society is. They focus on all the wrong things. And again, I know I'm, I'm going to talk mostly about the rapes, uh, but there was a lot of white collar crime. And I, we could almost divide this into two shows because that is a, it is a mouthful to, to, for me to explain all the shenanigans he did at Bear Stearns and Tower Financial and all his LLCs and the way they were ripping people off. But this sort of like was self-financing what he did. He's, Seed money was from Les Wexner. But Les Wexner's money is not just from LL Brands. It's not just from Victoria's Secret and his real estate and stuff. He's a state asset. Always has been. Wexner Foundation was set up. 
uh, by the Jewish agency. So was the UJA, United Jewish Appeals, which used to be like four different groups. It was United United Israel Appeal, United Jewish Appeal, the United da, 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 da. and but it's always been in this like Bronfman syndicate of hardcore Zionists from mega group, second generation from the Sunborn Institute, which is known as the mega donors. Sometimes they just call it mega. Mega is not a person. Mega is a, a group of people. It's a group of Zionist billionaires that really are just using recycled foreign aid uh, to personally profit for their own commercial interests so that they can become that, that Zayaim that live in Canada and the U.S. and become this massive donor class. And you know who these people are. You're like, gee, have I ever, have I ever heard of a, a Jewish billionaire who donates to prominent politicians and they always win? This is not APAC. That's another wing they have. But you know who these people are. They're household names, some of them. It, but Wexner was sort of a shadowy dude. He sold Epstein a house, a f $51 million home for a dollar. <laughs> and he was his only real client, his only real hedge fund client that he didn't lose money for was Wexner. So that's really just Israeli money with uh, one layer between Wexner and Epstein. And, you know, he's cavorting around with uh, Glenn Maxwell, who's one that brought him into the intelligence apparatus. They started with Doug Lease and stuff trying to run illegal, well, uh, let's call it gray market weapons um, to Saudi Arabia and things, but they sucked at it. But they found their proclivities in the uh, human trafficking because they were both uh, personally invested. They, it was pleasurable to them, too. They dipped in their own stash. And um, there were two... You can think of it as like two parallel um, class of girls. You had what we call the Windsor Mossad uh, provided with the Victoria's Secret and Abercrombie and Fitch models and MC Squared from Burnell and professional modeling agencies that were doing this for decades already and providing girls, a lot of them from impoverished places like Ukraine, and they would just snatch their passports. And But at, on the side... Epstein was gathering high school girls and stuff from local areas around New York and um, and Florida. And he he's his pedophile ring actually overlapped with another one that had already been established in New York through these art schools. And this, this will tie into Leon Black, who's a the billionaire or was the was <laughs> the billionaire owner of Global Apollo, and his uh, his whole staff is a bunch of rapey bastards like Robert Kraft and stuff. But anyway, that that that's who knew RFK Jr., by the way. Everyone's like, oh, he was on Epstein's plane. I'm like, yeah, a couple times. But way more important, he's having dinner with Leon Black at the schools he owns, where they, which is basically a front uh, to gather young women that get pushed into these grooming services. And there's a third ring. This leak, you can make a Venn diagram, which is Peter Nygaard, billionaire, uh, who had his own little rape and uh, prostitution ring where he pimps out rapes to others, pimps out girls, excuse me, uh, to be raped in the Bahamas with Peter Nygaard. And Prince Andrew knew all of them and visited all of them. But it, it really speaks to the rot of our society, though, because I will, I'll set the stage before I get like, I already started getting into the names and stuff, but before I get like really into it and nerd out, I want everyone to seriously, emotionally digest what I'm about to say. Not just ah, 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 like fun. I want you to like feel this. 
Because these girls were getting serial raped sometimes three times a day for 27 years. This operation went on and no one did anything. If they'd listened to Maria Farmer back in 96, which they weren't going to do because Louis Freach was part of it. Uh, if the FBI had listened to her, it all could have ended then. And it went on all the way to 2019. And the hush money, because when we know this from lawsuits from Denise George from Virgin Islands, for example, is still being paid to victims. Darren Endike has facilitated this. He's Epstein set up a trust, the 1953 trust, 10 hours before he was murdered or allegedly killed himself all by himself, which that's, he was murdered. He even told prison guards, someone's trying to kill me. He took, he said, oh, I tried to kill myself so that he'd be put on suicide watch, hoping that would give him some layer of protection. Of course, they just said, you're fine, took him off of it and then killed him anyway. He was uh, powerless once he was in jail. He had no access to any of his stuff. They had to shut him up. But we are talking about uh, a power couple with with Maxwell, whose father was also an Israeli asset, and Epstein, who were not the first and not the last of these pedophile rings where they compromise people and they leverage people. Their niche was supposed to be to spy on science and technology, to gather trade secrets from the U.S. for Israel. But they ended up bleeding into all kinds of things. But you, if you know your JFK history and you go back to the Bobby Baker scandal, where you know, back then in the 60s, an extramarital affair was a really big deal and probably still ought to be, but marriage's sanctity of that has fallen apart. But they would compromise people uh, with women. And that was going on with uh, the, the Jewish mafia and Santos Traficante and some of the Italians too. Uh, Carlos Marcello running those rings, the carousel club that Jacob Leon Rubenstein ran, Jack Ruby out of, out of Dallas. Uh, they were, they had a syndicate of women moving from Tampa to New Orleans to Dallas in these rings to service these uh, gentlemen's clubs which targeted police departments. I'm just going to skip all that. Cause I'll, if I get going on JFK, I'm never, we'll never, it'll be tomorrow before we get to Epstein. But I'm just saying, this is an outgrowth of prior institutions who had mastered this craft. That's all you really need to know. These, so you get these two and they're backed by the Israeli state. That's obvious. I'll prove that in a second. They're known by multiple, and I mean dozens, really, of billionaires. There aren't that many billionaires in the world. All these people knew them. All these people were convert with them. They had heads of state. That's, you know, from Tony Blair to Clinton. They had prime ministers. They had presidents. They had royals, bankers, head fund managers, senators, governors, and, of course, Hollywood producers. And that's also a pre-existing network. And all of these people knew what was going on, and none of them did anything. Worse than that, instead of choosing to try to stop it, they chose to participate in it. Now, um, like I said, let that sink in. Really digest that in your head. These are the most prominent, powerful people in positions possible. 
and they know and it's the most horrible crime one of the most horrible crimes you can think of serial rape of children and they're like yeah let's join they had modeling agencies that helped procure the girls for the operation and they ended up creating an international pedophile rape ring with a massage parlor theme and they all joined in then they get immunity when it's his first trial after abetting him they get immunity they get a sweetheart deal. all his cohorts are beyond reach only he gets in quasi trouble six out of seven days a week he's not really in jail he's on work leave and he's continuing to do business still meeting with jess daly visits the jail over 80 times his lawyers and his financiers are wrapped up with the adl the Anti-Defamation League, which is just a defamation league for the Israelis, the World Jewish Congress, the United Jewish... I can't hear Ryan, is it me? No, I can't hear Ryan. attack, Ryan. Am I gone? Oh, yeah, that's how long was I out? <laughs> about 10 seconds. 10 seconds, yeah. Oh, well, okay. I was Everybody saying was just afraid to say something because I didn't want to get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay. So if my phone goes black, I got to tap it. Maybe I don't know. It's uh, I'm not a tech person, but I was saying they can, they created this international rape ring with uh, a massage parlor theme and they could have stopped any one of them could have stopped or at least attempted to and they did they decided to join it and then you get his lawyers and financiers if you look at them you know if <laughs> ring the bell over and over again i'm not going to do it because just uh I'll, I'll do a noise if they're not a bell all his lawyers like dershowitz and barry kersher for example got awards from the adl they're tied up with that, the World Jewish Congress, United Jewish Appeals, and a bunch of Israeli affiliate groups. Maxwell's dad was a Mossad asset that helped honey trap Mordecai Venunu, who's the man that took pictures of, he was a, a Christian convert who took pictures of their illegally acquired and produced nuclear warheads. That's her father, the guy that put him in jail, and they got him with a honey trap. A woman his age, by the way, but they got him. His co-rapists are a who's who of Zionists. They're including three Israeli prime ministers and one Israeli president. That's Moshe Katsev, who was a uh, Israeli president who was also convicted of rape. Ahed Omar, who stuck his tongue up the nose of a journalist, Shimon Perez, and of course Ahud Barak, who is who met with Clinton to give the not so generous offer to the Palestinians. Clinton and Barak are meeting with Epstein. Epstein, that we know of, had meetings with Ahud thirty-six times. I don't know about you, but have you ever met a prime minister of a foreign state 36 times? 
just in your whatever job. <laughs> That's even other politicians don't have that kind of privilege. Other heads in the Israeli government probably didn't get 36 sit downs with the prime minister, but Epstein does. And he's filmed, by the way, going to the rape mansion in New York with his scarf wrapped around him and little girls going in and out the whole time he's there. And it's, it's people took photos of it. They knew when Ahud arrived because the Israelis always come in the same black, you know, unmarked SUVs and stuff. And, you know, like, who's going to see him now? Oh, it's the prime minister of Israel. Hooray. So with all that, when Acosta said, I was told to back off that this was intelligence. Gee, I wonder who. I guess it's the Chicoms. Maybe it was Hamas. Yeah, obviously, it's the Israelis. Every shred of evidence points to Israel. It's not the CIA. America's not going to arrest its own asset twice. America's not going to spy on itself either. They, they don't need to spy on the CIA. And the current director of CIA, William Burns, was an Epstein client. So was James Woolsey, a former director of the CIA. And of course, Louis Freach, the director of the FBI at the peak of when all this was going on. That's the kind of thing we're dealing with. And we're supposed to act like, uh, and we don't notice. It's a big mystery. I guess it's like all of them, right? It's like MI6, Mossad, CIA. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up, Alex. It's Israel. Always has been. Wexner, Bronfman, Rothschild, Maxwell. This is not a Presbyterian problem. This isn't the Chinese. It's not Iran. It's not the Russians. It's Zionist. And of course, these are the same people, the serial child rapists, you know, if they can support that, they can support the same kind of genocidal maniacs that are dropping bombs on apartments full of people as they're doing in Gaza and the West Bank. They've done that too, Janine. And I, I tweeted this out, but I'll say it again. Smushing babies under concrete is not self-defense. It's psychotic. And pointing out that people who smush babies under concrete are psychotic is not anti-Semitic. It's normal, or it ought to be. But then you get these, you know, ADL-affiliated lawyers, like Alan Dershowitz, who got massages on Epstein properties but claims he kept his underwear on, going on Fox the other day and saying, why is everybody so focused on Jeffrey Epstein and myself? What about the Hamas rapes of thousands of Jewish girls? It's thousands now. Thousands of little Jewish girls raped by Hamas. There were no Hamas rapes. His source for that was the New York Times and the Washington Post, both of whom had to retract their stories. This is garbage from right-wing settlers like David Ben-Zion and people like Kit Clarenberg and Aaron Maté and Max Blumenthal from the Gray Zone have been all 
over this story debunking it as probably many of you in this room i know i'm preaching the choir but this is recorded so you know good work to you good work to them because they have to make up these atrocities because they have nothing real to point to it's like oh hamas hit us on october 7th remember that one time when we got hit back gee i don't know is that a result of what you know wrapping a wall around a population of people with automatic gun turrets pointed at them and blockading and all the rest of the horrors. This doesn't need to be explained, I guess. But yeah, you know they got their comeuppance. But the kind of people that'll rape a kid, it's not a far hop to murder a kid. And it's not a, more hop, uh, a far jump from that after you are willing to rape and murder children and even babies to, yeah, let's just harvest their organs too. And they did that to an American girl, Rachel Corey. After they flattened her with a bulldozer because she was trying to protect a doctor's house, and what they did is they, they pulled up the debris under her feet and knocked her down. Then they ran over her, and then they backed over her again. The settlers decided to have a pancake party, you know, because pancakes are flat. I'll mentally, try and imagine the kind of evil you, it takes to celebrate pancaking a young girl who tried to stop you from ethnically cleansing a population and just running a bulldozer through someone's house. How dare she block us who have divine right by God to ethnically cleanse this land. According to the story of the guy with, you know, that wrestled an angel or whatever. After they murdered her, her family said some of her organs were missing. They robbed her body internally. Couldn't even leave the corpse alone. These are the kind of demonic, sick, I'm not going to cuss. I'm, I'm going to try not to. That's, what, that's the kind of um, ilk we have to deal with. And I can't imagine the torture and the things that Palestinian prisoners, you know, have gone through when they have total control over someone. Some of them have sat in solitary in a little six by seven room for so long they're going blind. They have no, no vision beyond six feet. More people also have heard about the, like false rape accusations for people like Julian Assange or the Tate brothers than they have about actual rapists like Jean-Luc Burnell or Glenn Dubin or Peter Nygaard. And Peter Nygaard's a convicted serial rapist sitting in jail right now. But it took decades to get him. They would summon him and he just wouldn't show up. But when you're a billionaire... You're in that privilege class. And then what you have to understand is, in addition to all that that I just said, about all these powerful people that are just okay with raping kids, and it's not just blackmail, like, okay, you got blackmailed. Why would you go back again and do it again? And then again, like, oh, well, I've already done it. Might as well keep going. There's no empathy for these children, not, no concern for the damage to doing to these girls at all then you get the media 
Okay. Huge story. Probably the most public interest of any story ever. Not ever, but like, you know, not, not since like a presidential assassination is the, has there been more interest in a story than a bunch of billionaires. Like this is the Illuminati that everyone's talking about. A bunch of billionaires that got together. They even had a private island to rape kids. That's an interesting story. And some people did try to write about it. Vicki Warren, Julia Brown, from like everything from Vanity Fair, the Miami Herald, to CBS News, gets the story. Okay, let's tell everyone what's going on. Now, in every single incident, they're editors, which is where if you want to own the media, you don't have to have all the journalists. You just have to have the editors. That's where it bottlenecks. And the editor said, you can't run that story. Probably someone above them said, don't let them run that story. And so they didn't. And they had everything. They had enough anyway. And they're on tape. A, a CBS News anchor who admitted that she had everything and that they wouldn't let her run the story was then released for talking about the story about the story. And yet... Several CNN producers that same year were caught with child pornography. What's going on? Not like one guy. The top level executives for a global news institution are into child porn. Some of them are like trying to bang their own relatives, their nieces and things. I had a stiffy at the pool and my young niece was checking it out. Like gross ass stuff. Incest. Say, man, is there a, is there a text somewhere that promotes incest and owning concubines by the hundreds? Is there a, a book that has all that in it? Huh? I think, I think there is. I think it's one we've all read. I don't know how society gets this way. But then it wasn't just the legacy media. It was social media, too. You can't talk about this on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. You, you can talk about it in a limited way or a ridiculous way, like saying he's still alive or just like all these false lists that came out where they just take a screenshot of the black book, which is lazy and wrong because not every single person they knew was involved in this. or just flight logs again not everybody on a plane knew about the whole operation some of them they're trying to pull them into the circle and they didn't take the bait and we'll talk about some of those and then there's the QAnon stuff which is just wholesale made up like Jimmy Kimball Jimmy Kimball is not in any of the documents but I've seen on Twitter where people have taken a screenshot of real a real a portion of a document and just added his name. It's not in there. Another thing I saw from legacy media, they'll say stuff like new names from the hundreds of documents uh, released Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of the lawsuit against Glenn Maxwell, Leonardo DiCaprio, Bruce Willis, Cameron Diaz, more at six. <laughs> okay. Those names technically are in the documents, but let me give you the context. Epstein would be on the phone and he would say, oh, I just talked to Leo, I just talked to Bruce, blah, 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 trying to name drop. 
And then the lawyer asked, did you ever meet Leonardo DiCaprio or Bruce Willis? And her answer, no. Did you ever see them? No. Did any other girls ever see them? No. So, okay, the name is in the document. But the context is, no, they, they're not involved. No one ever saw them. No one ever witnessed this. There's zero evidence of Bruce Willis or anything. Now, they might be other, you know, things on their own that are weird or, you know, Bruce has said some weird comments. Leo does like to date young women. But there is zero evidence that uh, they were using Epstein services and really neither one need to. They could, if they were into that, they could pull it off on their own. But the reason their names are in the headlines is because everyone knows who they are, and we have a society driven by clickbait. The more powerful, way more powerful than Hollywood celebrities, people who are on this client list are not the like sexy names. It's not like, ooh, this guy. It, they're just boring hedge fund manager, banker, hotel tycoon, rich but not famous type of people, a lot of them. not There are some that are like, ooh, Bill Gates, okay, you know him. And he, he used to be the wealthiest one, and he got compromised in this circle. But most of them, if I start reading off the client list, it's like womp womp because no one cares unless it's a celebrity name. And that's I blame that on the public. I'm like, look, it's... Who did it is who did it and learn who they are because these are the people responsible for financing these things, facilitating it, covering it up and participating in it. And, you know, I'm sorry if uh, Nathan Mervold is not a cool name as um, Leonardo DiCaprio or something, but that was a top executive at Microsoft. And, you know, he was, he not only participated, but brought more people into the circle. Like that was the stepping stone to Bill Gates, along with uh, Miss Walker, uh, Melina S. Walker. She introduced them all. And that's kind of how they would operate is, and I really hate how they're always introduced to the public as Jeffrey Epstein and Glenn Maxwell, a disgraced financier and a British socialite. British socialite. How about serial rapists and human trafficker? You know, serial pedophile rapists and human trafficker. Because that's what they were. She's not a socialite. She's a psychopath that raped little kids. And they disposed these people. They're expendable. But you, yeah. So I try to talk about this on YouTube, naively. I was banned. I go on someone else's channel. There's a gentleman in the UK. I'll be on his show tomorrow. His name is Sean Atwood. He does true crimes and things. We got into it. This is where the Epstein stuff like really blew up is when I, when I started talking on Atwood's show. Guess what happened to him? They took his channel. He Because he had like a million followers or close to that, he has like a rep, talks to him. They'll give his channel back conditionally. You got to get rid of these videos. Anybody want to guess which videos had to get removed? All his conversations with me about Epstein. When Glenn Maxwell got re got arrested on July 2nd, they canceled my Patreon. Same day. They're scared to death. And why? Why is YouTube covering up crimes of serial pedophiles? Google. 
What's going on, Google? Well, go look at the list because there's a lot of top Google execs who are clients. And that's what I said. They target the policing institutions. And that includes really, it's like the FBI, obviously, but also the press. You have, if you want to can have a crime go in perpetuity, A, just be associated with Israel because then you're automatically left alone because they already have everybody embedded in place to protect the other crimes, killing American sailors, stealing uranium, blowing up hotels, blowing up embassies, ethnically cleansing Palestinians, preemptively attacking Syria over and over again with airstrikes, no repercussions, all the things they do. Not on the news, not on the news, not on the news, and won't be. In fact, they'll they twist it when they are caught, and there is a little bit of pressure from social media or something or foreign media that says, oh, my God, they, they burned a house down with people in it. Um, what happens? Oh, they're just defending themselves. They make excuses. They won't even tell you what settlers are. They act like uh, they're, the Palestinians just shoot rockets at them every day. And then they're reacting to that, not the fact that uh, they're building Jewish-only colonies, uh, which is internationally illegal, and all the UN resolutions are breaking. And now you have this IJC case. It's like, well, that's great, but are they not already in violation of international law with the settlement policy? Are they not already breaking a multitude of UN resolutions? So let's say they're guilty, and they are, of genocide. Okay, how are you going to enforce that? Because they have America, and they have America deep. They don't have the American public, but they have every politician. Look at the debate stage. It's embarrassing. Every single one of these Republicans is a Zionist. So is RFK Jr., the only real independent, and so is Trump. So there's no deviation there. It's just like on a scale of one to Nikki Haley, how Zionist are you? Because... Actually, it shouldn't be from one. On a scale of eight to Nikki Haley, how Zionist are you? That would be more accurate. Feel free to Israel that phrase, by the way. This, uh, you look at it. All these attention. I, there was more people talking about Andrew Tate, who did not rape anybody, obviously, for months, than any of the people on this list. Who not only raped, they raped kids. It's disgusting. That's the media. BBC ran how many stories on the Tate brothers, these awful accusations. Julian Assange got accused of rape from some Swedish girl, whatever. And that they're like, they were talking about wanting to kill him. Lock him up forever. Send him to America. We'll give it. And what was his crime? His real crime was speaking truth to power. WikiLeaks. Why did they go after the Tates? Same reason on a smaller scale. They had enormous reach that, let's just call it the matrix if you want, the system, whatever, couldn't control. So what do you do? Well, you make up horrible accusations, and even if they don't float, you've ruined the reputation anyway. Les Wexner gets to walk around free while Assange languishes in prison. Other people are either jailed on house arrest or whatever. This is what we're facing. The world is run by psychotic pedophiles. 
That's Ryan, what we have. Ryan, to I got a quick, I got a question if I might interject. I mean, you're cooking brother, but I, I got a, I got a question for you. That, um, this is Sam, by the way, Sam Parker. Yeah, go for it. I mean, that's why it's a space. No, no, you're cooking, bro. You're cooking and I'm riveted. But yes, I just thought I'd hop into the question here. But so what benefits um, other than like, I assume many of this is such a adult difficult topic. So I'm just gonna have to say it. Like, obviously, some of them enjoyed raping kids. But like, in your research is for some of them, it's not so much that they enjoyed that part of it but it gave them access and other benefits. And if that's the case, like what, what were the trade-offs? Like what were they getting? And so, so they're getting blackmailed, but I am assuming that they are also rolled into, it's, yeah, it's like not, they're it's getting blackmail. benefits too, right? Right. Well, so it's, they an were getting benefits, policy. Right? it's an insurance policy. It's just like the mob saying, mm-hmm. shoot this cop. Now you want us. If you're on film raping a kid, you can never change your mind, deviate, or leave the click. So it's sort of an insurance policy. A lot of them are already Zionists. But this is what I was saying. When I said there were two tiers, you had the Windsor-Massad-level high, you know, organized crime, uh, professional honey traps. That's what Israel organized, and that's what they were using to target uh, universities especially. They went right into the donor class, the admin section. They would control what got funded and that they had access to whatever you discovered. That was going on at MIT, Harvard, Ohio State, and so on. And, that, and then there's a mouthful there. But I didn't tell you the other tier. The other tier was this low-grade collection they got locally of high school girls and stuff because they figured out, hey, we can rape as much as we want. We're tied to Israel. We know the Rothschilds. We know this. So for their own pleasure, they got to be serial rapists. But that was their downfall. They put cameras in every room. And this is in the new files. Like, we knew this, but this is now flat out said in testimony. They were filming. They actually had the cops set it up for them. They claimed to have been robbed. And they go, oh, my gosh, I lost these things. I need surveillance. I need hidden cameras. And I want like a control room where I can see all the, all the different rooms. And that's what they made. And that's what he had. And they got lots of CDs and tapes. And then later it went digital. They have all this information. And the FBI even found a stash of this with loose diamonds and weird passports and all that. And they photographed it. They didn't look at it because they didn't have a warrant. And they came back. It was gone. It was missing for days. And Richard Kahn, ding, it's like, oh, oh, I got these. Why haven't we uh, seen any of these CDs? You know why. You can't. But I want, I want you to think about this. I said this to Myron and uh, Fed Reacts yesterday. If you have a camera in your house, say one of the bedrooms, it's got, you know, his old, his New York house used to be a school. Okay. Nine bedrooms. Yeah. Okay. I catch, let's say, uh, Tom Pritzker fucking a 13-year-old or something. All right. Now what? I can't use that. Oh, it went black. How are you going to use that? Because it's in your house. Okay, you got somebody banging a kid on film. So now would you like to explain why some 13-year-old is in your house? 
with some guy who's a hotel tycoon? Like, why are they there? Obviously, you set that up. And even if you say, oh, no, my security filmed it on accident. Okay, but why do you even know these girls and why are they there? But these, these morons don't think it through. Because you look at the case of Charles Kushner, and he's a convicted felon. That is Jared Kushner's father, by the way. He, when he was blackmailing people on his own, because he, he was supposed to blackmail Governor McGreevy, which he did, flew him to Israel, introduced him to Golan Sipel, who is a, a homosexual Israeli that slept with the governor, because the governor of New Jersey is who decides who the chairman of the Port Authority is. And the chairman of the Port Authority gets to deviate out contracts, property contracts for New Jersey, New York. So they have to procure that position. It ended up going to the former president of APAC. But these are the people, and I have a film about this, Trump sinus ball and chain. The Kushners are buying property right across the Hudson River just in case, you know, a couple buildings disappeared or three or four as they did on 9-11. But when he was honey trapping people, he blackmailed his own brother-in-law in addition to the governor. Governor McGreevy was banging a Israeli national homosexual in his wife's bed while his wife was trying to recover from cancer in the hospital. And the whole news media dropped it because he was like, I'm a gay American. Oh, so brave, so beautiful, whatever. It did. Who cares that you're gay? You are sleeping with a foreign national who you gave a six-figure job to in our security sector for nuclear power plants because they're spying on that too. They got the PA, the Port Authority. And it's the same gambit they do on a state level they do at the federal level. You get in that position of who gets to divvy out the money they bribe to get those positions. Then they get a bigger return with the contracts. And then they use a portion of that to continue to bribe and maintain control. APAC bribes Congress. Congress sends foreign aid to Israel in the billions. They get to enrich themselves on that to create a donor class and then continue back with APAC to bribe the next Congress. And the cycle just goes and goes. But when he did that, he, he got a prostitute. Uh, a very expensive prostitute, $30,000 he spent on hookers to catch Murray Kushner, took him <laughs> to the Red Bull Inn, a two-star motel in New Jersey, because, you know, spent a lot on the hoe, but not on the uh, facility. Filmed him, tried to blackmail him. This is his sister's um, husband, by the way, Miriam. She, they were having none of it. He ended up going to jail. But I'm thinking, dummy, how are you going to use that? Even if you have your brother-in-law banging some whore in a hotel, the first question they're going to ask is, how'd you obtain this? You must have put a camera in there ahead of time and da-da-da-da-da and set this up. Duh. You just incriminated yourself. But that's what happened. And yeah, he did go to jail. Epstein and Maxwell were not the, the brightest crayons in the box. I don't think that the personal bugging of their properties was part of the plan. That's something they did on their own on their little side quest, along with procuring their own girls that they could rape over and over again. Uh, 
because they Israel has a perfected network of this kind of stuff. That's how they got Benunu, for example. So you can dip into them. They've got they've got look at the art students, all young in their twenties, meeting the DEA. <laughs> they know what's up. But this is the conclusion is worse than blackmail. Because if you're blackmailing people for a foreign state, at least you can see the motive of the state. Oh, they want American science and technology. They want to control politicians so they can keep killing Palestinians. There's some reason, albeit completely evil reason, for what they're doing, since nationalism, whatever. The side quest stuff shouldn't work. Because the only reason you could gather a bunch of people who are banging kids on your property... Sometimes when you're not even there, like Jess Staley was a regular at Epstein Properties with requests to dress up the little girls in Disney princess outfits and stuff. That shouldn't work unless you've already entered into a climate where there's just hundreds of pedophiles. It, this isn't even a normal, like, hot 23-year-old or something. These are kids. Why are so many people in banking and media and political positions even want to bang a kid. But apparently so many of them did. You can go, if they're rich enough to just go to Vegas or Thailand or whatever and do that, if that's what they need to do legally. But nah, no, nah, a woman's not enough. They need to force heterosexuals into lesbian sex jerk off to it they need to you know leon black raped this autistic girl so bad her she had anal bleeding yeah the i i'm like i feel like sick i'm su i'm sure a lot of you feel sick since october 7th of just the daily you know looking at all these people the israelis are murdering people getting hit with snipers buildings collapsing on people children and babies like shaking from fear their parents are dead people are missing legs and arms it's really hard to look at and after a few weeks of that or even a couple of days of that you're like it's not ptsd i think that's an exaggeration but there's something where you get like it, it, a lot of internal stress from having to deal with this crap and then people sitting there going la ha ha and doing tiktok dances this fucking sickness of it i get the same feeling when i have to read all these rape testimonies of the details and you have to because you got to read the whole document. And, and I'm just going to skip a lot of that. What they did was, was there was some fetishes, let's just say. Not that, and like rape is rape. It's always wrong. But there are degrees of worse, trust me. And they did them all. They did them all. So part of it's that insurance policy. Part of it's just pleasure rape, which is the sickest. It doesn't even serve a state interest. And part of it was their job, which was a spy on science and tech, compromise Americans. Ryan, As I said, overlapping rape rings. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that when you um, brought this up, you know, they nuked that guy's channel. Sean Atwood, I mean, yeah. Yeah, John, I mean, I'm sure you're aware, right, that, you know, Jelaine was undercover at Reddit and her sisters, you know, doing all that software for the FBI. Oh, yeah, Max Hill. The yeah. challenge, yeah, NSO stole Pegasus. That's what, but where mm -hmm. I'm going with that is how much of our current online censorship regime is being directly driven by this, this ring. 
by these grunts. By this, uh, yeah, like, I would say, uh, all of it. I mean, I mean, like, how I guess I'm saying is like, how direct okay. is the relationship? Let me know? give you an example. Let me give you an example. And I bet a lot of people in this, in this space have come across this. Uh, you know what, what aboutism is? Absolutely. You know, when someone's like, what about, what about Sudan? What about Burkina Faso? What about, what about, what about Burma? What about the Congo? And I'm like, okay, yeah, what about it? Here's my stories on Sudan. Here's my stories on the Congo. I've been covering all this stuff the whole time. But not everyone can because not everyone knows. Like maybe you know about the Middle East and you don't know that much about Northern Africa or whatever. And that's why I don't talk about this. But whatever. But they do the what about, what about, what about. Here's an interesting thing, though. I'm allowed to talk about the RSF in Sudan all day if I want to. I'm not going to get censored for that. I'm allowed to talk about the conflicts in Burma or Azerbaijan and Armenia or Burkina Faso to Congo, the border disputes, you know, with Venezuela, whatever it is. That's okay. I can bash North Korea. I can bash the Chinese. I can bash Joe Biden. I can bash Donald Trump, the, you know, when he was president. I can do that. I'm not allowed to say anything about one particular thing. That's when you get censored. You don't get censored for talking about politics in Africa or Asia or Latin America or even the United States. Unless, unless you talk about this cabal. You couldn't talk about the neocons when they, when they were getting Bush's war. And I, uh-uh. I got canned in 08 off YouTube the first time. I got canned on MySpace in 05. And, of course, I'm just talking about Bush's wars. I talked about the 7-7 bombing. And, oh, gone. That summer, lost it. MySpace. I think it was the only person <laughs> kicked off of there. And so if you look at the censorship, there is a kind of woke culture that will ban people for isms but the whole point of weaponizing uh this kind of biological categorization of people you know your isms your racism your sexism your transism or whatever it would be called uh homophobic da, 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 da. that's a battering ram it's an excuse because the only one they're really concerned with is anti-Semitism, where they're a race and a religion and all the categories, trans-Semites, because they're not really Hebrew, 99% of them. It's a way of protecting a class and say, whatever they do, even I swear they could get up on stage and eat a baby and they'd blame the baby. Because if you say one word about what Zionists are doing, what the Israeli state is doing, it's like, oh, you hate the Jews, you love Hitler. Uh, you're, you kick puppies and pay, you, you piss on baby Jesus, whatever. It is the epitome. It's like the worst crime you can do is a hate crime. Like anti-Semitism is the most protected thing in the woke mind virus. But they, who facilitated this woke culture? Who benefits from it? The people that benefit from it the most are the ones that need to have identitarianism. The ones that need everything to be structured in terms of 
these kind of social identity classes so they can just flippantly go, ah, racist, you're gone. Sexist, you're gone. Anti-Semite, and all these social media companies, they have the written rules and the unwritten rules. And the written rules say you cannot advocate for violence towards said group based on race, gender, religion, whatever. Okay. Almost everyone who's ever been banned never advocated for violence toward any kind of group. The unwritten rule is you're not allowed to criticize anything Israel does or you're gone. But there definitely was a degree of people who got banned for questioning the COVID, questioning uh, the integrity of U.S. elections. And those are the only elections that you got banned for. You could question anything else. Um Certain topics would get you the boots, climate change, maybe. Uh, but all those things overlap with a particular group, with a particular agenda. I'm not going to get into depopulation and replacement theory and all that stuff. But all these things, they use the vehicles of climate change and, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better word, vaccines, science. It's not really vaccine. You know, I'm not going to get all that. But like that is all aiming at a central goal. And those are the only things you'll get banned off for is questioning the cathedral about their COVID science or climate change science and their, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion, the open borders. These all, all these things relate. One place doesn't have open borders though. They don't even have borders really because they're continually expanding. And that's Israel. Sounds to me like we Jonathan should. Jonathan Johnson, by the way, Elizabeth Johnson. Us. Elizabeth Johnson, who that's one of the factions that made the vaccines, had, you know, there are some property exchanges with Maxwell's sisters. I was just going to say, maybe we should rename the cathedral into uh, to the synagogue. Well, no, because then you get banned. You just got to be like cathedral, <clears throat> Kanye. <laughs> so so basically, I guess what I was asking is, you know, we the, the current model that we've sort of operated under is like you have organizations like the ADL and the SPLC that work behind the scenes to, you know, to push Israel's agenda. And I guess what I'm saying is, is the, the not really behind the pressure, scenes anymore. Right. But it's, I guess what I'm saying really is behind. the pressure, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the pressure and the power toward being applied to enforce the censorship is actually directly tied to this this extortion racket and this blackmail scheme. And, and, uh, I mean, and another thing that, yeah, but the other thing that helps them is, uh, this, I can't, well, I, I can't talk about World War II stuff, but like this idea, if you have to give an example of something evil, right? It's always Hitler, the Nazis, you know, that both sides do this to be like, so and so is the Nazis. And they're like, no, you're the Nazis. And, because that is the unquestionable epitome of evil. And, I mean, I agree. Fuck the Nazis. But, oh, man, I cussed. Uh, oh, well, see. <laughs> That's the one time you're allowed to, though, is if you're saying it about that group. I don't see a big difference ideologically between Nazis and Zionists. I mean, they're both ethnic supremacists, gaining land. One's social Darwinistic. One thinks God gave to him, whatever. Same result. Murdering a bunch of people. You think you're superior. Um but the Zionists are not acting like Nazis. The Nazis are acting like Zionists because they're the OG racist. I mean, that, that's been going on way before that German group popped up. But what happens is uh, they use Judaism and Jewishness as camouflage because it's effective. 
Like it really shouldn't have anything to do with being Jewish. Being Jewish, if you're basing it by descent, is just an accident of birth. If you're basing it on religion, whatever, you know, some people change, some people convert. All it is, is it's a political shield to be like, I'm Jewish, which means like, I'm related to the people who died in the Holocaust, so I am above criticism. That's what it means. It's a browbeating, guilt-tripping way of protecting people because the, the woke mind, you know, you rightly get disgusted, but they really show, like even little kids, like six, seven years old, the concentration camps and starving people and how bad. You don't see that for any other war. Maybe you ought to. But like every kid in America has to go to Holocaust museums and see how bad the Nazis were and da da da. da. Not their own ethnic cleansing campaign of Native Americans or any anything else. Like all the millions that died of starvation because communism was a bad idea. The, the Bengal famine. The the list is you know King Leopold and da, 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 Cecil Rhodes. All these other monsters just as bad as Hitler or worse. But you don't see it. And the difference in the way these things are covered is. Even recently, right, when half a million Iraqi kids starved to death and then it slid into Yemen, starving babies. No pictures, no film, no coverage, so no disgust. We see it for the victims in Treblinka and Auschwitz, and I'm okay with that, but we don't see it when America does it. We don't see it when the Israelis do it, you only see it when a faction that's no longer in charge is the guilty party. And what that has allowed them to do is to do what the sickest crap imaginable. And as soon as you get onto them about it, uh, uh, anti-Semitism, and that's a conversation ender. It's because based on accusation alone, you will get banned and you don't get to be like, I'm not talking. I'm not, saying there's some racial teleology or that Jews are just genetically prone to be a bunch of perverts or something. We're talking about a country with national and personal commercial interests that has an ideology, which is not biological, to behave the way they're doing. And it gets worse and worse because there's no consequence for it. Every other form of racism has social backlash. Like, there's nothing worse than being a white supremacist in today's society. And that really crossed the board. That people are just like, hey, treat people as individuals. That's pretty much universally accepted except for a very small margin of people. And the people who actually are anti-Semitic on a biological way got that way because of Zionism. Like, they saw this pattern so much that is sort of like racism begets racism. Well, if you're going to hate all the whites or you're going to hate all the blacks, or you're going to hate the racism begets racism, kind of a backlash. But most people, nah, they're like, because it's a pretty easy conclusion to come to. Like I, I've met shitheads of every, every shade and I've met nice people of every shade and same with religion, same with lack of religion. It's, there are good and bad people in every category. It's like an obvious common sense thing or it ought to be. But the they don't argue in good faith. They just want to be like, I have accused you of a horrible thing. Therefore, you're guilty and we can erase you. And because Jewish supremacy has really zero backlash, they are allowed to openly call for the genocide of Palestinians and call them animals. And this isn't just like 
some assholes that live in Israel. This is people from the Knesset. This is their president. This is their prime minister. It is top to bottom. 57% said they weren't punishing the Palestinians enough. They can arrest them without trial. All you know, you know the list of crimes. <laughs> but there is no stigma, no social stigma for being racist if you're Jewish. Whereas anyone else, it's there's not only a social stigma, it is the most potent stigma there is. I mean, being a racist is as bad as being a rapist, especially to a liberal. In fact, if you rape somebody, you could probably still work in Hollywood or Wall Street. But if you're racist, huh, I mean, that's worse than murder. Barack Obama could murder 100,000 people in Libya, kill all these black and brown people. And I know there's no pretext for that war, by the way, and get and survive that and get reelected. No problem. But if he if he said the N word, which he, you're gone, you know, cause, <gasps> racist, get rid of that. That's a witch hunt. Oh, murdering black people. That's uh, OK. But, you know, don't use these epithets because they've been socially conditioned to think that racism is the worst thing in the world. And it's not. I agree. It's a bad thing, but it's pretty low on my list. You know, I can list many things worse than you know, like being a jerk. This is essentially what it is, having supremacist beliefs. It's when you act on those, as Zionists do, and they feel entitled because the, the racism gives them this sense of entitlement. Like, well, the, I have a right to your living room or this land or whatever. And sometimes it's wrapped in religious dogma. Sometimes they don't even really believe it. They just say it because it works. It's, you know, from greed. It's from hate. It's from whatever. But it works because you are not allowed to criticize it. And it's because of that, because we don't have free speech, because we can't condemn things that ought to be, that they get worse and worse and worse. To the point where, let's go look at any settlement. These people are so twisted and dark and horrible that it is beyond comprehension. How can an adult person be okay with just allowing uh, incubators full of babies to just sit there and rot to death because you've turned off the electricity and murdered the staff? That's what they lied about in about Kuwait, you know, saying that Iraq took babies out of the incubators and threw them on the floor never happened that israel actually did it and it's a you know of course they're bombing churches ancient churches mosque hospitals and worst of all homes with people in them with nowhere to go so and they ryan, get away with it ryan just a quick question just coming back to the epstein list you mentioned this earlier, but just some kind of like more uh, specific answer. So we know that there were various motivations behind why Epstein blackmailed foreign leaders or people of power or people of influence. What would be the motive behind them blackmailing for Israeli intelligence, for example, the three Israeli prime ministers and the one president? Because you have a Likud versus labor internal strife. So and a hood. Internal politics. And it's not it's not just blackmail. Like 
these people like to rape. They have rape tourism. Uh, let me say, explain this, because I, I started saying they're not the first, they're not the last, and I briefly said Bobby Baker. Let's zero in on, like, uh, the year 2000. Ari Sher, who worked for the Israeli Council, set up a child prostitution ring in Brazil of little kids. And I mean, like, eight, nine-year-old little boys. They advertised this rape tourism in Israel for businessmen to come to Brazil and fuck some kids. He had a partner named uh, George Steinberg, and this went on. But they fucked up because in the photographs of their rape tourism advertisements, there is a swimming pool in the background, and someone noticed, hey, that's the pool of the Israeli consulate. They were doing this on government property. George had the book thrown at him. He's a Hebrew teacher, by the way. Ari Sher got scooped up and moved to a new position. And that's the thing. The Israeli state is a haven for pedophiles. If you engage in this kind of activity and you get caught outside of Israel, you can flee to Israel. They will protect you. They will not jail you. They, it is a refugee, pedophile refugees. Oh, you were doing some kind of slick porn business with children? selling they, they were selling tapes, by the way, of kids being raped to death. $40,000, you could watch a child get brutally raped and tortured until it died. The, these are the kind of people like Mary Kay Letourneau, who raped a 13-year-old student of hers and got herself pregnant. That baby was hospitalized, got human hair woven around his penis so tight it had almost castrated it. And she's the daughter of the Inspector General. And if you want to go into the Schmitz family, ding, uh, it's as sick as it gets. And that, but okay, they've got these rape tourism rings in Brazil. They get another one in Colombia, set up, former Israeli soldier. They go into the favelas and they gather these kids and they, it's openly like, a business. Why would this work? Why Why would there ever be enough people that would want to come to like your little rapey enclave to fuck all these kids and coerce girls and stuff? It happened in Colombia. It happened in Brazil. It happened in Cyprus. There's a famous case of a one British girl getting raped by like 16 different uh, guys. And, yeah, you couldn't talk about the case on YouTube or anything else. Cyprus is notorious uh, prostitution hub. And what happens essentially is it's next to Israel. All the Israelis have mandatory service in the military. And so right before they join, they go on their little um, holiday rape tour to Cyprus and bang a bunch of prostitutions, willing or unwillingly, and then they join the service. It's sort of their initiation, right? These people don't have a problem raping the goy because they see you as lesser than thou and not worth, you know, a, a moment of thought. And so this crap's going on anyway, because there's such a culture in Israel of rape. They had a pipeline. This will relate to Jean-Luc Burnell, the number three guy in the Epstein ring that was procuring models for him. It's all over the He's the one that brought him 12-year-old uh, twins for his birthday and sick fuck. The last modeling agency he set up before he was arrested is called One Plus Mother out of Kiev, Ukraine. But prior to that, there was a, a Ukraine to Israel pipeline where 
when the Soviet Union collapsed, essentially so did the ruble. And all these people in the satellite states were desperate for foreign capital because their savings, no matter what it was, just got wiped to zero because ruble is useless. And men turned to mercenary work and selling drugs and girls sold their bodies. And Israel took advantage of this to get young white Ukrainian girls down to Tel Aviv, forced into sex work in brothels. They use false advertising. They say, oh, come be a nanny. Uh, come be a chef. Come be whatever. And then once they got in there, take the passport, force them to live in a house together and service uh, these sick Zionist Jews that wanted to rape young white girls. That was going on. This, so what he did wasn't really unique. There's such a culture of rape and prostitution and debauchery in Israel that you can set up a business for rape tourism. And it happens over and over and over again. And when you get caught, all you got to do is flee back to Israel and they'll protect you. That is fucked. And I can go story after story after story on that. I think Sam shared some of them. When I got back on Twitter, it's the first thing I did. is like, here's one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Rabbis in New York caught. They raped a, a 12-year-old for three years from 12 to 15. Raped this girl over and over and over again. Boys, too. Um, they set up these yeshiva schools. New Square in New York, which financed Hillary's campaign, by the way, with, with money from Denise Rich the wife of the disgraced Mark Rich, who had a commodity company exploiting all these people in Africa, taking the copper mines in Zambia and so on, uh, broke the embargo against Iran when there were sanctions, made himself a billionaire, and they're into human trafficking. Pincus Green, his partner, he's a human trafficker. They're all raping kids, and they're financing the Clintons. And then, of course, Clinton is <laughs> visiting all these properties dozens of times, and he is who appoints like, who chose James Woolsey to be in the head of the CIA? Bill Clinton did. And he hated him. He would not even meet with him in person. He would make him go through intermediaries and give him written reports. Because he couldn't stand him. He's a neocon. But he put him there anyway because they told him you have to. So he did. But, like, when you get a president, you now have the CIA, the FBI, everything, everything because they decide who gets that job. And they got him. And it's, it's really been like that since James Hussein Angleton, counterintelligence czar of what becomes the CIA. Um, Ted Shackley, all these boys have all been working for Israel. And Jeffrey Epstein had set up, he's like, there's such a climate of sick, degenerate, rapey Zionists in these from Goldman Sachs, Bear Stearns, Barclays, Deutsche Bank, Chase, you name it. Read the complaints of these women saying, my, my boss is changing clothes in front of me. I had my breast grabbed on Christmas party. And they just, it's like, you don't get the job unless you're willing to tolerate a certain degree of sexual harassment. And so they targeted these people. And a lot of them being, for some reason, um, don't, it's like they excuse, they have no guilt about rape if it's the person they're raping is not a Jew. They're like, I ah, don't matter. They're not one of us. I don't know what it is. I can't, it's hard for me to fathom why you would even be attracted to a kid anyway. But they were, and Epstein had that service. 
And it was like, ha, ha, ha. They didn't even need it. It wasn't like, they're already on your side, okay? When Staley's coming to visit, when Glenn Dubin's coming to visit, Michael Steinhardt, you know, like they blackmailed Bill Richards. They blackmailed George Mitchell, right? That's a senator. That's a governor. And the governor's of the state that he wants to expand his Zorro Ranch and, you know, change the zoning laws, which he did. They get the senator. There's a reason to do that. But there, there really isn't a reason for Leon Black or Leslie Groft or uh, Ace Greenberg, Gardner P. Dunning. You know, these people don't need to be blackmailed. They are already as Zionist as it gets. They are doing pleasure rape because they can. Hope that answers that. I don't know. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Ryan, Jal- let me go to Jalal. Jalal, you got a question? Yeah, uh, Ryan, I'm actually curious to hear about what you have to say about the Bill Ackman uh, situation right now. I think this case is really interesting. Uh, just to set the scene for oh, everybody yeah. that doesn't know, so so Bill Ackman is this billionaire Zionist that says he's making lists of pro-Palestinian students who protested after October 7th against Israel at Harvard because they believed Israel, you know, these students believe Israel creates the dynamic which gives Hamas a reason to exist, which I don't think is controversial at all. So, you know, Bill Ackman calls his powerful Zionist buddies and and they decide to dox these students and they say that they're going to make lists of these students so that they can avoid hiring these students. And the only reason he did this, of course, is because he's a Zionist and he, he hates anyone that's pro-Palestinian, obviously. So, so Bill Ackman went on this witch hunt to take down Claudine Gay, who is the Harvard president, or was now, for plagiarism, uh, quote-unquote plagiarism, and got her in her position. Um, but, but we all know it was really because she didn't take action against pro, the pro-Palestine students, right? So uh, she was right for not taking action, of course. And so he found, you know, Bill Ackman and his buddies found dirt. On, on Claudine Gay, they found this plagiarism stuff. They push it into the media, and they basically bury her in this. Alleged, yeah. Uh, and, and his rich friends, him and his rich friends, basically forced Harvard's hand and, and forced Harvard to fire her. Um, well, they didn't really fire her. They removed her from the president well, position. We should add, Les Wexner withdrew his donations from Harvard. Oh, of course. Of course. Super valuable to have Lex as, Wexner As did the him. whole group. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 now it turns out now there's backlash because of course people are angry that he did this. So Bill Ackman's wife, Neri Osman, who was in the IDF, uh, actually was a professor at MIT for many years and she's a public figure. She's an academic. Um, and it turns out she she has a PhD from MIT. So it turns out Bill Ackman's wife not only committed plagiarism in her PhD dissertation, uh, which is being uncovered right now. Uh, and has been released in stories by Business Insider, but she also accepted money from Epstein as a donation for her lab at MIT, even though it turns out she knew Epstein was at the very least an extremely controversial figure, as there has there have been emails that were released that show Oxman knew about Epstein being a shady figure. Now, we see those emails, we have those publicly. So Bill uh, Ackman and, and Neri Oxman almost certainly knew that Epstein was using MIT and science to whitewash his reputation so he can continue to run his pedophile sex trafficking ring. And they they just they accepted the money and they're OK with it. Neri Oxman actually forced her students to sign a thank you gift for Jeff Epstein, 
even though her students actually brought up the fact that they aren't comfortable with it. This is all documented. They said they weren't comfortable with it because even they even even the students knew that he was a very controversial figure. This is back in 2017. You know, this is a decade after she was convicted for or after uh, Epstein was convicted for, you know, whatever he was, the pedophile stuff. So, so Ackman went on this witch hunt to take down Claudine Gay for plagiarism, got her removed from Harvard as president. And then uh, on this, you know, Zionist crusade of his, now people are uncovering his wife's plagiarism in her own work. And she's, you know, she's also a career academic and a longtime professor at MIT, uh, although she left MIT a few years ago now. And uh, it turns out Ackman and uh, Oxman also were, you know, it turns out they're complicit and perhaps even knew about the Epstein cover-up scheme and they willingly participated in it. So now there's this cover-up effort that Axman's going under. He's trying to find ways to intimidate these media outlets to not release this story. We're seeing this play out in real time. So, Ryan, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. And by the way, by the way, I just want to chip in on that. She, uh, she told her students to keep it a secret as well. Like, so she was asked to keep it a secret, and she passed that on, and she asked them to keep it a secret too. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Ryan, are you able to speak? I see his purple bars moving on my thing, but I don't hear him. He's waving. Oh, waving. I actually tweeted Bill Ackman that today. Uh, okay, I'm asking... gonna Ryan. I'm just gonna remove you and then bring you back. Great, you guys broke Ryan. <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually tweeted about that on onto Bill Ackman's thread to one of his uh, tweets today. Uh, it's got about a hundred thousand views, and uh, I've got a lot of hate for it. But uh, um, you know, this is oh, there is. I didn't have to hear it, but I assume you went over how uh, they're tied to Epstein, how his wife got caught for plagiarism allegedly too, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I covered all that. They're trying to threaten for you. Like, uh, well, we're going to use AI to go over everybody's work because a lot of these people are plagiarists. That's how they get to be where they are. <laughs> so, a lot of them cheat. It, like 85% of the college people are on Adderall and they all just steal stuff from each other. They Whitney Webb their way into positions. So that's like a threat to the whole academic world saying, okay, we're going to figure out whether you've uh, reworded stuff. And that's how you got your position. And a lot of them got their positions anyway because of equity and inclusion. Da, 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 da. So it's like, it's, it's not just like good versus bad. It's bad versus worse. It's a lot of these people, Claudia Gay, maybe she did plagiarize. Maybe she did cheat. But it was never about plagiarism. They went after her because she allowed students to advocate for Palestine. You're also allowed to advocate for Israel at the same campus. And what they did was they said, <laughs> ding-a-ding, newspapers were saying, Claudia Gay allowed these students, this is in a hearing too, by the way, you, to, to call for the genocide of the Jews. And what is that based on? It's based on the slogan, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is not genocidal. It's actually mocking the Likud charter that says the opposite, from the river to the sea, Palestine will Is he gone? Yeah, I think Ryan yeah, cut out for me. Yeah, cut out again. One second, I'll drop him down and bring him back up again. This is multiple Zio attacks. Over yeah, but 
he's right the the from the river to the sea actually is from the Likud charter it's something that the israelis invented and i actually have a post about this that i just put in the jumbotron about that this is well documented you can just look up the wikipedia page for from the river to the sea look at the history of it it's very clear that they are the ones that invented it so when they use it it's okay you know it's all good but when palestinians use the same exact slogan it's genocidal just before we bring him up, I just want to jump in. Guys, please, can you um, share the space, everyone who's on here? Um, this is really important stuff, right? This isn't a frigging hippy-dippy, airy-fairy space. Um, this is really talking facts, linking Epstein, his power, his control over um, U.S. politicians, the decisions that were made, the political influence it had, and literally the reason why so many innocent civilians have been killed across the world, including from 9-11. So, really important. Please share the space, everybody, while we bring Ryan up. Can I just say to Ryan's so, comment um, about, and if I could just say to Ryan's comment before he dropped down, that uh, you know, Ron DeSantis has has created that same policy that we're seeing at Harvard for the entire state of Florida, right? Targeting the speech of, of college students just because they're uh, you know from another country. For the same reason, right? The, the Zionist sort of stuff. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is pictured when he was young. He was a teacher uh, going to parties with the college kids. He's pretty easy to compromise. It's not hard to figure out like someone like DeSantis or Joe Biden is compromised because they can't even control themselves when they're in public. Biden's out there sniffing kids and grabbing side boob and stuff. His son's degenerate. His own daughter's diaries talking about taking showers with daddy these people are compromised and you know the the gdl gave santas one of their pretexts oh well yeah there are i mean i bet hunter probably is an abuse victim i bet that would explain some of his behavior it completely completely explains it i've had some education about this and some personal experience about it uh the education came from professionals with the lutheran church after a pastor molested a couple boys that were uh, friends of mine in the church. So yes, th- they demonstrate the classic symptoms of abuse victims, right? One of those one of those classic reactions is to become the same sort of monster that they were that, that they were abused by as a child. Thanks, Doctor. Should we go to Jalal's question um, now, Ryan? I don't know if you caught it. Um, I didn't get a question. What was it? Jalal, do you want to just yeah, sum up your? I- I, I just asked at the end of that, like now that now that we see this cover up effort and we know we, we see that Ackman and Oxman knew about Epstein, not only a sketchy figure, but they knew that he was that he almost they almost certainly knew that he was white. They, he was attempting to whitewash his whole kind of sex trafficking operation by using MIT and, and using the reputation and kind of piggybacking off the reputation, donating money. Uh, now that we're seeing this play out in real time, I, I wonder, like, wh- what what your thoughts are about this? And, you know, I, I guess. Well, you do know, you know what, the story of uh, Joy Ito from MIT and Bill Gates and that whole? Should I say I that actually too? don't. I've heard the Joy Ito name a lot in this story, but I didn't bother to look into it yet. So would love to hear about okay. that. Like quickly, because I got to do another. I got to cover the Gaza stuff in a minute. But um he basically he's the administrator that decides you know he collects the donations and and when a university gets money then what some of it's invested that's why they have a divestment came in and some of it is invested into the companies that are involved in the occupation but that's sort of a 
a safe, like no shit, Sherlock investment. Oh, well, let's just go into Lockheed and then, you know, guarantee the demand for Lockheed products by picking a fight or Caterpillar or Intel or whatever. So some of it does that. And then some of it, government grants the stuff that go to university and donors get to be used on research and development, R&D. And they partner with private companies. And private companies often attach themselves to universities because it's a way of getting uh, state funding, sort of, you know, I call grad students the, the modern day endangered servants. You work for credits, you know, but that gives them access to whatever they come up with in that R&D Israel has access to. And they're not, if you don't give them the access, they would take out the funds. Well, when Epstein got arrested the first time, he became, he was such a stain. And some of them were like, I really don't like this guy anyway. We know what he's doing, but we need his money. As he may have been in a position like that, or he didn't care, but he's like, everyone else cares. And I can't have you on here because your name is tainted. You know, you're, you're worse than David Duke, who's been, you know, reputation wise like david duke never raped any kids or anything again <laughs> being racist is worse than raping children so what does epstein do he said okay um accept this two million dollar donation bill gates is going to give it to you what yeah he'll give it to you and he did but he made him say make sure that you donate on my behalf and that they know it and then why would Bill Gates do that? Well, we, I think Nathan Mervold and others would be able to explain all the child porn they got that were on the computers at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And a lot of the perps, Microsoft executives, they're all buddies with Epstein. There's a picture of Mervold and Larry Summers and Epstein and Bill Gates all together. Even it's this creepy thing. So he donates on his behalf. Oh, okay. Well, where was Gates? Gates went to the rape mansion. And this moron, this little nerd, was so dumb or hubris, whatever. He writes an email, which has been uncovered, talking about how he had dinner with Jeffrey Epstein in New York. And a very attractive woman came over with her daughter. Well, that was Eva Dubin, uh, Eva Anderson, before she got married, who was Epstein's girlfriend until she got too old, meaning like crew pubic hair. Um, the Dubin family, Dubin, Glenn Dubin raped Virginia Dufresne. So did Ava. Their daughter, who was at the house with Bill Gates at that time, all you got to do is compare the dates, was 16. Staying late into the night with very attractive young women. Now, there's only well, one of them's married. So the only single quote unquote woman there is a 16 year old kid. Epstein was her godfather, by the way. Suddenly, Bill Gates is giving millions of dollars on behalf of Epstein to MIT and anywhere else he wants to go. That's Joy Ito. And there was a din of this, um, especially in places like Ohio State, because the Wexners run everything in Ohio. And I have gone over what we call the university gambit, also with Sean Atwood, did an hour just on these syndicates of the donor class and how they control universities and how the aim was um, access to all the R&D. It's a, a backdoor into U.S. science and technology.
That's why he targets Hawkins and Pinkard and Eric Weinstein, all these physicists and mathematicians and stuff. He had an interest in it. He tried to major in physics. He flunked out of New York University where he left before he failed out. Never got a college degree. It's like a high school math level, maybe. Misspells his own name on the chalkboard. These aren't, uh, it's not rocket surgery, you know. But uh, Abigail Wexner and Harvey Weinstein jointly were making calls to Epstein. And Harvey Weinstein's another convicted serial rapist casting couch. And this is another example, just like with the universities. Everyone knew. Every Hollywood, they made jokes about it. They had a word ceremony. Ha ha, Harvey. Banging this. Ah, uh, he cut out again. How about these wild tunnels in Brooklyn, Suleiman? Did you see that, Sam? Yeah, I just yeah. posted the, the uh, Hamas tunnels, the Hamas tunnels in uh, in uh, New York. There's a lot of chatter online about those tonight. What those tunnels under this under this uh, synagogue might be? They're Hamas you know what? tunnels. I, Sam. I didn't post it first because I thought it's um it's the it's the anti-Zionist ones. But then when I checked on, they weren't the anti-Zionist, so I definitely went in on the post. What yeah, are the, it's under um, the Chabad, it's under the Chabad the, headquarters or something. Yeah, one of the ladies who um I didn't realize I got to know her on Zach's face not. Oh. Yeah, sorry, uh, Ryan, one of the ladies. No, it doesn't. It really? Yeah, I was just they gonna say <laughs> one of the ladies who follows me, she has I don't know if anyone can hear me, but I'm really struggling to just speak here. Posted under that, um, no totalitarian government, you should know something about it. We couldn't attend our places of worship because our government told us that major retail stores were safe, but churches, mosques and temples were not. Like irony is lost on these Zionists. Literally. Their places of worship were not safe. Kinda like Gaza. And this is New York she's talking about, by the way. Yeah. And that was three years ago. Like, come on now. Um, Ryan, I'll let you finish it. And I've got two really interesting questions from uh, speak, uh, from some of the listeners for you. Well, the way it keeps dropping me and bringing me back again, I guess we'll, I don't know, maybe we can try this on Rumble, Solomon, some in the future. And not yeah, have... yeah. Well, I'm going to start my Rumble sh uh, slash YouTube show soon. So, yeah, maybe we can smack it out in there. Oh, I wouldn't do it on YouTube, but <laughs> you can do it on Rumble. Let's test it. Let's test it. Uh, you can kamikaze that if you want. Because that's what will happen. Yeah, babysitter can't even have a YouTube Solomon. I don't think they're going to yeah. let you get away with it. You'll lose your PayPal and everything else just for being associated with me. Don't get on the radar. Just do Rumble. Right, it's not right. worth it. What you can yeah. do on, on YouTube is make a video going, hey, we just had this great interview about the thing we are talking about and it's on rumble and then just leave that good idea we, right. this, anyway, this I, has been vetted with this happened to others who you know and it's you know not just atwood myron sneeko they're like you cannot definitely can't you can't talk about this topic in a serious way and you definitely can't talk to me about it So Ryan, just finish off the point you were saying, though, well, um, in terms of, and then the, we've got a few questions for you if we can get through them. Oh, I was saying I did this hour-long breakdown just on the university gambit of how they were dipping into R&D by using the donor class to pressure the administration and give them access to what they're figuring out. 
And uh, I don't remember what all I said. I don't know when it cut off or not, <laughs> but I'll take the questions. Lisa, what the questions you had? Do you want to? Yeah, I have two. Thanks, Ryan. Um, one of them is: Can you ask Ryan if he knows about Ivana being with Jocelyn um, Maxwell when scouting for girls? Because that's what Maria Farmer has said, and she's actually said it in a video. Um, oh yeah. And it says Maria Farmer posted: Trump and Epstein were literally best friends when I reported him to FBI in 1996. His ex-wife was a constant companion to Maxwell, going out to seek. Models yep. in inverted commas together with a limo circling Central Park. So that's the first question. Let me let me address that. Like Ivana, which is not the daughter. That's one of his. I think his first wife. Her and Maxwell used to go finding girls at these art schools. Usually, that are um, Leon Black and his wife's properties half the time. Because like I said there was a pre-existing nexus of this uh, before Epstein joined Maxwell's. Her they. This is generational for her. Maxwell and uh, Ivana Trump would go around and gather these girls, and they called them the Nubles. Do you know what a Nubel is? Never new heard blood. of it. It's New Bloods. And you know what that means? Recently got their first period. Haven't had their cherry popped. New Bloods. Are you saying Nubiles? Yeah, well, it's not a real word. I don't think, but it just means new bloods, the new biles, the nubles. She's British, says it like that. And they're like, oh, great. You're collecting girls who just started the rag. They looked at them so lowly. And there was a lot of Jewish supremacist talk, the way they talked about it. She's like, well, I know this is Rothschild and stuff. They would talk down. She called them trash. They used uh, Hebrew and Yiddish words. There's a number of them for what they thought about these girls when a girl didn't comply there was a girl who tried to run away from one of these uh grooming massages they dropped her off in her grandparents yard naked here you go is taking out the trash but yeah mrs trump um and, and you know she's the one that pressured him into these child pageantry crap trump would have the little miss I don't know what they call Little Miss Universe type of crap. I always thought that it was really creepy where they put two inches of makeup on a six-year-old or whatever. They had like the the adolescent one, the like teenagers, I don't know, 12 to 16 or whatever. Trump used to run those things, and that attracts Epstein too. He wanted the Mar-a-Lago properties because that used to be owned by Wexner, who sold it to another guy who then had to do a fireside sale and Wexner and Trump were both bidding on it and Trump got it, um, which they didn't think he was going to be able to do. But then his Hyatt stock and the apprentice show and stuff, he got some cash, he pulled it together and Trump wanted that because it was adjacent to what he had, the Margot property he already had. Now he has a, a larger complex by getting the adjacent property, but Epstein and um, Wexner were trying to get it. Because Epstein's getting it on his behalf, which he owned previously anyway. And some of the girls that Ghislaine uh, acquired, like the, the, the biggest whistleblower, Virginia Giuffray, worked on Trump properties at Mar Largo. She worked at the, like a, at the tennis courts as like a ball girl or something. She's like 13. And Glenn, Glenn, whatever, Ghislaine, I like to call her. 
that's where she recruited her. And then, of course, um, Trump ended up kicking Epstein off of out of the Margo uh, properties, Mar Largo, and Maxwell banned them from the property because Virginia's, I believe, it was her father, might have been the mom, I think it was her dad, you know, said what was going on. Hey, Ryan, so they can barred I, can him I jump from the property. Can I, jump? I know, but you got the stage. But that was Mrs. Trump. That was that you know was really tight with her. So. I was up in Mario space and uh, debating with Tira. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I'll, I'll stop. I'm, I've received a sign. Oh, well, I, I heard I don't that know. space talk. <laughs> no, I just I wanted to clarify with you that no. that was Virginia. That was the, the young girl that Epstein had approached. This is recanted in a, a book, Filthy Rich, but written by James Patterson. And uh, I did not know that was Virginia. That was the, the young woman who had uh, uh, started that whole complaint process. It wasn't that Epstein. It was Maxwell that approached her on, at mar largo But basically, same difference. But Maxwell's really good friends with Ivanka and or Ava, whatever. Uh, I always mess up the daughter and the first wife's name, but whatever. They um, allowed her on those properties. And she's hanging around the tennis courts and stuff, looking for employees' kids. Sick, man. They're like, oh, you, you ever thought about massage and da-da-da? She seems like a normal, functional, wealthy lady, well-dressed, not sketchy. It's not like, hey, kid, get in the van or something. It's like, oh, just stop by this, you know, check it out. And you know the grooming process. You've heard it over and over. But Epstein usually sent the women out to recruit because it's a lot easier to pull off and, and then a guy trying to convince a kid to do it, you know. But Trump did kick them off the property and did divorce his wife. So. Thanks, Ryan. Um, so the next question is, there has been footage of um, a lot of people from Israel landing by sea in Cyprus. Um, you remember a few years ago, there was a claim made, um, I think she was a British girl in Cyprus, that five Israeli yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then the charges well, were dropped. Um, yes. So do you think, and, and people in Cyprus have been like sharing this footage of all these Israelis landing there saying, oh my God, they're going to occupy this land, this is going to be the next Palestine, blah, blah, blah. Do you think there's any truth in that? Well, as I mentioned earlier, that's where a lot of them go on holiday for their... Um, their prostitution escapade and they can rape and they can get away with it. Cause what they do is they go and do this right before they join the military service, which is compulsory. And so it's just like bat and then boom, they're in the army, Navy, air force, whatever, and disappear. And there's never consequences. Like the British girl that got gang raped, uh, they came down on her instead of them. And when those boys got back to Israel, it was like a hero's welcome. Ah, you gang raped a goy, you got away with it. Good for you. And they, a lot of them go on holiday to Cyprus anyway, just because it's next door, basically, and cheap, and that's where they go. But I don't think there's any threat of them like taking over West Bank style because, you know, Greece and Turkey are not going to allow that. Thanks, Ryan. Um, Suleiman, should we go to the hands? Should we go to Brother Umar? Yeah, go to Brother Umar. Brother Umar. 
Thanks, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, I always um, find this case peculiar in the sense a lot of people seem to know about Epstein and what he was doing, um, but it took them years um, to, you know, uh, to even say something about him. Um, why do you think that is? I mean, of course, the politicians are co-opted and a lot of establishment folks have been co-opted. Um, but what about journalists? What about, you know, uh, news and God. media personalities? Why wouldn't yeah. they speak up? Right. Lost him. Lost Ryan again. See, when the chicks speak, we don't lose him. When the guys speak, we lose him. What does that say to you? Literally. We're too scared to answer that, Kay. It's a bio <laughs> attack. It's suicide, but I'm the friend of the side. So they, they won't bother me. They won't talk to me now. Why not the first time some girl like gets home? Because they didn't make them live with them in the beginning. They'd lure them in with money and tell her parents and go to the police or the media or even the FBI. Well, turns out they did. Um, but Epstein set up an LLC. He had like a science foundation, another one called Gratitude America, where they were donating $100,000 to the Palm Beach Police Department. And so there were enough pigs um, basically on his payroll that when they did send people to search the property, they'd warn them ahead of time. And we know his bodyguards and staff have, have attested to this, that they'd call me like, we're coming tomorrow. And, this, and so clean everything up. As far as the media. Okay. Like I know a lot about Epstein right now. Why don't I go to the media? I have. And what do you think happens? Like if they won't report on an ongoing occupation in Palestine for 75 years where they murder people, think they give a damn about some 12 year olds in Florida or New York, or whatever, Paris or New Mexico. They did go to media and some of the media was like, OK, let's run this story. And then their editors told them they couldn't. And let, let's get specific. Vanity Fair, Vicki Ward, she wants to do the story, but Graydon Carter, her boss, tells her she can't. Graydon Carter, by the way, isn't Jewish, but pretended to be. He pretended to be because he thought that would be beneficial to his career. And he was correct because he is the top editor at Vanity Fair. That's what happened. But this is a guy who would say stuff like, oh, my family would kill me if they knew I was eating pork, you know, because I'm Jewish. He wasn't. But he, he, he was one of these like Elizabeth Warren pretendians, except a, a fake, fake Jew or whatever. But, you know, and he just felt this affinity to this clique. And he's like, you can't have this story because it makes my group look bad. What? It makes you look worse to cover it up based on group identity. What well, they did, and that happened. And so they, after a while, these girls, 
Do you travel on the police? Me too. Do you tell your parents? Yeah. Do they do this? Yeah. Nothing's happening. And they look around his rape mansion. And he's got pictures with Tony Blair, with Bill Clinton, with, you know, Bill Gates, like the richest and most powerful people on earth. And they, they, this like learned helplessness. Like, what am I going to do? And if we go to court, they've got billions of dollars and all these fancy New York lawyers and stuff. And I'm just a kid with no money. How do I do this? Virginia was slick. She got a Polaroid camera when they went to London. And she acted like, oh, I'm all into this. Cause like, you're going to meet a prince. Ooh, what a fantasy. And she's like, oh, can I just, can I just take a picture with the prince for my mom? And that is that infamous photo of her and Andrew and Maxwell in Maxwell's house. Otherwise, you know, they, and she was like played dumb and did that and held on to that for years. So eventually she could sue that fucker out of 16 million pounds. And she did and she won. But I, I imagine a lot of these girls tried to go to authorities in the press and it just didn't matter. Because we have adults and established journalists that can't even get this story today. You can't get in. I'm like, they'll talk about Epstein, Trump, Clinton, Andrew. They're not going to talk about his Israel connection or how many times he's meeting with prime ministers and presidents and things of Israel or how all his money is coming from Israel or what the Wexner Foundation is and what his origin is. Or what this whole mega group structure is, that would bring down everything. Everything would come apart if you start yanking on this thread. So they're not going to do it. They're like, this girl's a liar. Alan Dershowitz, to this day, calls Virginia Dufresne a prostitute and a liar. Even though he's admitted that he got massages on Epstein properties. Like, oh, your massage on Epstein properties with an adult with your underwear on. Everyone else was little kids and, yeah. He's a, he's a serial liar. Their accusations are confessions. So when like, why don't you go to the news? Like, okay, why don't you go to the news and tell them, go to CNN or Fox, whatever, and say, Israel demolishes home in the West Bank and replaces them, you know, specifically for one ethnic group. That's racist. That's racial apartheid. This is a big story. They would laugh in your face. Because they know that's happening and they don't care. So that's the, I mean, the quick answer is they did tell on them and it didn't matter because they're being bribed. I'll take one more. Thanks. And then, yeah, we thanks, can do Ryan. Thanks, um, Brother Ramat. Let me go to um, Brother Hussein and then we go to that girl. Go ahead, Brother well, I'll do Hussain. two more then. Thanks. Uh, so, thanks, Ryan, for being here. Thanks, Kay. And, Doc, um, just to kind of allude to the space you were on earlier. So, I mean, Ryan, look, the the Epstein documents and all that, they, they were talking about it on the space earlier. Um, and so, I mean, look, Bill Clinton was really, really highly spoken about, about that. And so, my question is this. They they seem to be attacking Trump on this, who was just kind of like just mentioned in it, really. But they seem to be attacking Trump on it more than they are even like mentioning the the Clintons or or the other people like Alan Dershowitz on it. But 
Why why do you think that is? Is it is it like uh, kind of to interfere in the elections, upcoming elections, or or what's their game plan behind that? Because their accusations are confessions. It was on Trump's watch that Epstein and Maxwell and Burnell and Nygaard got arrested. It was Trump that kicked them off the property. It was Trump that cooperated with authorities. They hate him. Trust me, if Trump or any of his children had done even 10% of what Biden's kids have done, Hunter especially, if there was any evidence of Trump banging girls with Jeffrey Epstein, it would be on every channel all day, all night. They are desperate to associate him to that. And even though Trump's a Zionist, he only gives him nine out of ten. He's a loose cannon. He's talking. They don't. He doesn't get it. He like he wanted to pull out of Syria. They can't tell him. No, no. You have to stay in Syria because that's for Israel. They can't be honest with why we were in Syria and Iraq. They got. They're still going the stupid pretext. Oh yeah, Saddam had WMDs and Assad gassed his own people. No, they can't be openly say, yeah, we got rid of Saddam because he was a threat to Israel. He supported Palestinians. Assad, you know, this is part of the Greater Israel Project from all the way back to Oded Yanan and then Pearl and Fromm, these architects. That want, they can't tell him why he's not allowed to do that. He's like, yeah, NATO doesn't pay his fair share. Just get out of Afghanistan. Get out of Syria. Uh, you know, there never would have been a Ukraine war because he wouldn't have let him attack Donbass. Like, so they can't stand this guy. Now, the entire apparatus of Zionist media was after Trump from day one before he was even sworn in. Hillary was supposed to win. Hillary was going to start the war in Ukraine back in 2017. And you have these hardcore Zio, you know, gaffies like Lindsey Graham going to Ukraine and saying things like 2017 will be the year of offense. You know, like, we get you boys. But Trump got elected and they had to put the whole project on pause because he just looked at him and was like, why? Why do you want a war with Russia? Makes no sense. His whole thing was he's an amoral businessman that does what he thinks is going to make money. That's his team. So when it comes to Israel and Palestine, he does side with Israel because that is the wealthier party. When it came to Saudi Arabia and Yemen, he did side with Saudi Arabia because that's the wealthier party. But when it came to ISIS versus Syria, he sided with Syria. When it came to Ukraine versus Russia, he sides with Russia. It's like, hey, we don't trade much with them. We do with them. He's just making his, he's a businessman. And he just makes these amoral decisions on like what he thinks is the best deal. And they're like, no, you can't do that. You have to, you have to bend the knee to all our demands like everyone else has, like Biden does. And he wouldn't. And the entirety of the press is also part of this woke culture of like the way that Hillary tried to smear uh, Trump was calling him a racist, saying he's talking about the Mexicans at the border. And, you know, when Trump wanted to close the border with China during COVID, they, they're like, you can't call it the China virus. And Nancy Pelosi and all who went out in San Francisco and had a hug a Chinese, a Chinese day, which is a great way to spread a virus. At whatever position Trump did, the media chose the opposite of that. So when he did the fast track, he's like, okay, fine, we'll get the vaccine and stuff. They criticized him for that. When he opposed the, you know, they criticized him for that. They hate him. And the only reason that any of this ever picked up steam 
is because he is pictured with Epstein. And suddenly, after 2019, because they thought it might go to Trump, all these media outlets were interested in the story. And the moment, the moment it didn't lead back to Trump, boom, they dropped it. Even with this unexplained, mysterious suicide death, suicide murder, Clinton and all these other prominent figures that are seen going to the island, going to the iceberg, they don't care. They only cared if it went to Trump because they don't control him. That whereas Clinton, all the rest of them yield to their demands. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan, I've got two very quick questions. Um, give me a second. So one of them is a follow-up question from um, the earlier question, and it is, I'm just going to go to it. On the, um, I asked you a question about, uh, oh God, who was it? Maria Farmer. Um, so the person said, can you please ask if Trump's first wife, Ivana, was um, Jewish? Alex Jones has said Trump's daughter is married to a Jewish person. And she said, because the media keeps reporting that Trump's daughter, Ivanka, converted to Judaism. Um, but uh, there are people saying Ivanka was born a Jew because her mom, Trump's first wife, was Jewish. Do you know? That's one question. I'll give you the other one very quickly as well. No, nah, her mother wasn't Jewish. She's just friends with Maxwell. She did convert and she did marry Jared Kushner. And that's their business. Like, I don't care yeah. what someone's religion is or isn't. And that's who she fell in love with. And she married a Kushner, probably because, you know, they're billionaires too. But, you know, Trump's a real estate tycoon in New York and he marries into a family of another real estate tycoon in New York. Charles Kushner went to federal prison. And, and this is interesting. The Democrats did not attack them on that because they can't because they're all guilty of the same things. <laughs> Absolutely, Ryan. I'm just going to go one very quick one from one of the people who's been sat in listeners waiting to hear you speak. Really excited. And I'll go to that girl very quickly. So Alex Prez says, so sorry, I'll never do like literally frightening a question. Alex, if you're one of our listeners and you're a fan of Ryan's, more than welcome to take your question. Can you ask Ryan if John Bennett Ramsey... Um, she was a young pageant girl killed in John Chicago May. in the night. Yeah, I don't know who yeah. this is. Has anything to do with these people? What do you mean, these people? Ding? Yeah. As like, far as like, no, it. that this is a, yeah, well, this wasn't, it was, um, that is a separate sick and disgusting event when they killed her, but it was not um, related to this one. Okay, so not related. And you can to tell because the John Benet Ramsey story was like the OJ Simpson story. I mean, it was on TV every day. And anytime that happens, it means, oh, for once it wasn't us. Yeah, exactly. Um, thank you so much. So I hope that answers the question that it wasn't linked to Epstein and the pedophile ring. Thank you, Alex, for your question. That it wasn't linked person. to that pedophile ring. I didn't oh. say it wasn't linked. I said it wasn't linked to Epstein. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was it? It wasn't linked to Epstein's ring. Okay, but it could have been linked to another pedophile ring. Well, that's a, yeah, it's a big story. Okay, thanks, Ryan. Thanks. Uh, well, at least that gives some clarity. But um, that girl, Casey, go ahead. 
Um, you just opened up. Thank you for letting me talk, guys. I, and I'll make this fast. Even though you just opened up about 500 questions for me because this John Bonet thing, <laughs> I remember it from when I was a little girl. So <laughs> and I'm, at three o'clock in the morning, I somehow think about it. But anyway, um, I, I'll be quick. What is going on with Ukraine? Uh, I feel like, I've, not I feel like, I've read stories that they're saying that they're building a new, like, Jerusalem, if you will, in Ukraine and that it all just seems pretty, you know, convenient that they're having that war over there. And a lot of Ukrainians are either being slaughtered or, you know, taken out of their homes and displaced. But there was this movement of these people going over there for Rosh Hashanah, uh, 30,000 of them. And they weren't afraid to go to Kiev when it's supposed to be like a war-torn place. So I, I've seen some stuff about that. And I'm wondering, like, is that like a new place they're going to go to or something? And then, I, and, I, and that probably has nothing to do with Epstein. I'm sorry, but I do think that you're like the guru on everything Israel. So that's why I'm asking that. No, and then, it does. A lot of the Ukrainian oligarchs are wrapped up in this mess. They procured girls. They were on the other end for people like Brunel to gather girls. This Ihor Kolomoisky and all these nuts, you know, even Shakashvili, they took girls from Georgia too, and he ends up uh, governing a province in Ukraine. I think it was in Odessa even. And uh, they're very much involved in that. Zelensky, who was, um, you know, a Jewish puppeteer that's placed in to become president of Ukraine, is a cocaine rattled uh, prostitute himself. And it's as dirty as it gets. I mean, that is the most corrupt country in Europe, maybe the world, was Ukraine. But as far as New Jerusalem, whatever plans they had for Ukraine, you don't really have to put a lot of energy into because it, it didn't work. They're losing that war and losing badly. They've already lost a third of the territory, half a million men. It's horrible what's happened. They just keep throwing them in the meat grinder. Their ambitions are done. And I'll tell you what, they're going to lose in Palestine too. These morons are fighting with the Houthi, Hezbollah, and and Hamas, and really the whole Palestinian population, and the West Bank at the same time. But Big Daddy America is not going to be able to save them this time. That's what they don't understand. That but NATO's they, done. I'm, I'm sorry. Do you think that Big... So that's... Now this is a... Let me just ask the rest of the question. So, number one, do you think that Big Daddy America will still try to save them? And then number two, I was doing some research and I found this thing called Zen City. And it's this surveillance <laughs> thing that... Uh, <laughs> you laughing? Yeah, you found that? Wow, okay. <laughs> Should I be concerned about this Zen City? Because I am concerned about it. I always like when... Uh, when someone comes on and they're like, hey, um, I just heard about these biolabs in Ukraine. Is that something bad? Like, yes. <laughs> um, I think if we're going to focus on staying on the offense instead of worrying about all these little institutions and things they've set up, the best way to fight Zionists right now is to ensure a overwhelming loss where they've overplayed their hand in Gaza. They're being taken up on trial for genocide, essentially. They're being isolated by the international community. Some states have full-on just cut them off out of their life forever. Um, the Maritime Silk Road is breaking down because Yemen is the Chad among Chads that are just blowing up boats. They're losing in the north. And on a soldier-per-soldier soldier basis, they're losing in Gaza, too. 
So we all we really have to do is continue to document their crimes. I, people like me will go after them about the previous things they've done, the big ones from JFK to 9-11 to the USS Liberty and so on. We're going to hit them from every side. But they really ruined themselves by Netanyahu's operation of carpet bombing civilians in Gaza. They've done that before. They did that as recently as 2014. They had a little miniature version of that in 2021 where they're blowing up the AP buildings and stuff. But this time, this time, they don't have a monopoly on the media like they did on all the previous occasions. And this is the same way I ended it with Fresh and Fit yesterday. But I, And I'll tell you this, and you feel free to Israel this, which means steal. As censorship fades, so too does Zionist power, where they were only ever able to operate in the dark. The demonic love the darkness. And that's what we're seeing. As the censorship fades, they are unable to get their wars, to use their propaganda. They will not be allowed to have international child rape rings organ trafficking, and slaughtering and ethnic cleansing people. Once anyone is made aware of it, everyone opposes it. The only way they've ever been able to get away with all the things they have for so long is not because of their wealth. It's not because of religious brainwashing or something. It's because they own the media. And that is what the infamous dancing Israelis said at Urban Moving System, give us 20 years and we'll take over your media and run your country. And that was 22 years ago. Ryan, appreciate you coming on and definitely we'll do this again. Uh, I know you need to go. I know you've been trying to go for the last seven questions, but chicks be chicks and they wanted to ask many more questions. <laughs> but yeah, they follow me around even after I abuse them. No. <laughs> I mean, that's chicks for you. Guys, listen. No, I'm glad more females are interested in these topics, you know. Like, we're just joking with the, the chick jokes, of course. But, like, <coughs> it's, uh, it's one of the biggest, most prolific pedophile ring, the most giant story ever of this generation. Like, look at what happened. They owned an island. They had a, it is such a bombshell story. It's everyone's interested in what was going on. How were they able to get away with this? And yet we're pretty much relegated to Twitter spaces and rumble to talk about it. But that's how powerful these people are, but their power's not going to last. And it really is a web. Like as you've been sitting here talking, I'm looking at my Epstein map that came in the mail today. And I'm like darting back and forth between people as you talk about them. And holy shit, that's all I can say. Oh, yeah. Thank you for getting that, by the way. That's ancreport.com on the shop. You can get the Epstein map. We updated it in 2021. See who went yeah, to jail. Yeah, I have it up in the nest. It's up in the nest if anybody's interested. Well, nice. In the nest. We, and we even have a shirt. I got a T-shirt, a wraparound shirt with the map and the client list on the back. That's a conversation starter. You want to go to the bar or the coffee shop wearing that <laughs> like what like oh you want to know the list look here go ahead photograph it whatever like i didn't I want see everyone the to know. shirt but i'll be putting in another order <laughs> it's in there it's um yeah get 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 a few giving your friends i just knocked off 10 bucks from it it's a 
it's uh um it's a nice shirt anyway it looks pretty cool but and i know it's like winter now i guess for a lot of you but um you know you can get that wear it inside or whatever but yeah it's got the clients it's got majority of the map on the front and really if you get the biden crime map you can slide it next to the epstein map and it just flows into one giant map i'm sure doc will get that doc that will be your best investment the biden crime map seriously that's got your name watch all the movie over i made i have a movie corn pops revenge we call it uh the biden crime syndicate it's free it's on my website it's an hour of uh lifeguard in there anywhere in that in that uh, documentary is what is he, is he portrayed as the as the lifeguard you know uh with uh, the- got hairy legs and learned a lot about roaches <laughs> Is he on? <laughs> yeah, see, that's in there actually. <laughs> His. Oh my God, South Korean. Oh, he has crashed again. But guys, Brian's, um, Ryan's, um, you can get his map. The tweet is in the nest. So make sure you do it. Make sure you go to the nest. Check his tweet out if you want that map. He said it's on discount, thirty five dollars. Go and get it, right? I bought it. I bought it ages ago. I bought it when we did the 9-11 show. We will get Ryan back. Oh, he's back anyway. Brilliant. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, either the Zaya is attacking you or the South Korean internet's not up to standards, Ryan. Which one is it? I got booted again. <laughs> yeah, I said, is either the Zayos that are booting you or your South Korean internet isn't up to standards? Which one is it? I highly doubt the country with the fastest internet in the world and the most 5G in the world is the problem. I think it's the first one you named. Zayos are attacking Ryan. But guys, just what as I was saying, go to the nest. Go and check his map out. I would advise you to buy it. And the reason is I bought it. And I'm the king of Twitter. So you gotta do the same thing. But the <laughs> map is fire. We're gonna we're gonna talk about many things. And next time Ryan's here, I'm gonna have the map out. And we're going to go down and break down every that. single picture. We could go on the map and just go in a spiral. Just bip, 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 tell this guy, what's this guy, what's that guy. We can do that. that that's fine. Because I remember like the one I was surprised about, uh, Ryan, when I saw the map was uh, Jared Kushner's pops being on the map. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think next time, the next space we do with Ryan on the map, we will do it on Epstein, will be on the map and it will be fire. Ryan, appreciate you joining us. The, he, you can buy his merch. It's on the nest. I would advise people to go and buy the map for sure. Any last comments, Ryan, before you leave? Yeah, that Kushner clan uh, flows back to Dershowitz too. I mean, it's sometimes I have to look at my own map and go, oh, yeah, that also. you know, Because it's a lot of information and it's hard to to maintain for years and years in your head. And so that map, even... When I made the map, it's still even me. It's a mental aid going, oh, oh yeah, but that. And uh, yeah, as we get more files, I could probably add more things to that. But, you know, it's a good solid map. It's a good shirt. Um, the shirt has more names than the map does uh, because it includes the, the white collar crime and the rape, all of it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you, it's up to you if you want to wear that in public or not, but. Consider it like a donation to Anthony O'Con report, but you get something too, you know. 
appreciate it, Ryan. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, and thanks for coming. And we'll do this again. And it'll be specifically on the map. And it'll be soon, guys. Always. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for doing a 9-11 stream with me. That takes testestinal fortitude. Uh, testicular fortitude, as Mick Foley would say. That's You got to stick your neck out. And I appreciate it, you know. And if you want to do Kennedy one day or something, I'm good on that, too. Please. Definitely, we will do it. Let's get it done. We'll do Epstein and then we'll do Kennedy. Epstein. We'll do, we'll do Epstein. We'll take a break in between doing all the pedophiles. We'll do JFK. Then we'll do the pedophiles again. Then we do another one, another normal one. Then RFK. We, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's they do the pedophiles. They killed his brother, you know, and then RFK Jr. So sad. They killed his father and his uncle, and he's out there palling around with a dildo selling rabbi merchant. Rabbi Shmuley, who's in a towel in a five star hotel running for his life in a towel. Shmuley. Rabbi Shmuley, dildo salesman. He's quoted on my calendar. I made a uh, 2024 calendar. My calendar's fun. You can still get that too if you want, even though it's January. Because what it is, is like it's a this day in history, except accurate. Like what happened on this day? What happened that on January 6th, though, it says nothing. Absolutely nothing happened on January 6th. Actually, there was a secession movement. New York City almost joined the Confederacy on January 6th, 1861. So you get little things like that all throughout the calendar. But in the pictures, uh, the pictures are fun too, but I have these quotes and one of the quotes is I'm in a towel running for my life. Rabbi Shmuley, dildo salesman. <laughs> Cause all the others are like philosophic quotes. And then he's just like this turd. What a, what a freak. He's almost like a caricature or like an anti-Semitic caricature of like just an ugly troll guy. It's like, are you a secret neo-Nazi that says all this outlandish Zionist stuff to make them look worse. He isn't like, these are his sincere opinions. He's that bad, but I'm like, wow, like you could not construct a more off putting nasty person than this, you know, sex addict dildo selling rabbi that thinks it's okay to bomb kids. <laughs> I should leave. I'm getting too uh, free with my words right now. So, I mean, you're not wrong, though. Be free. If anybody can be free, it should be you. <laughs> you're going to have to put a few bucks into that swear jar, Mike. Yeah. I think well, you should become a swear word, honestly. It just feels gross to say. If you can't cuss about child raping lunatics, then, I mean, that's what cuss words are for. You know, to add emphasis and that, like, there has never been more of a an effort than uh, someone like Rabbi Shmuley or Eli David, who's not a doctor, by the way, just saying the dumbest things. Oh, there's no Israelis on that uh, client list. I'm like, uh, yeah, there is like 50 percent, including three prime ministers and a president. Oh, he met with over what an idiot. How can you say that? What a moron, dude. I'm like, is this on purpose? Like, are you saying, like, the dumbest arguments possible for the Zionist team, knowing how bad they're going to get trashed? <laughs> they lie like you breathe, man. That's what I've learned. Just, He's like lie, a reverse Alex Jones. 
They lie. They don't need to lie, man. Yeah, they lie about stuff that doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like every it, it's the it's like that New York hyperbole. Like a lot of New Yorkers, like actual New Yorkers, because no one in New York is actually from New York. But the few there are, everything's the most, the worst, the best, the number one, tremendous, the hugest. They cannot have anything so okay. <laughs> like everything's to the nth degree. It's just how they talk, and they're incapable of not exaggerating. And they just the Yankees just lie about crap that doesn't even matter. You're like, what'd you do yesterday? You know, and here it comes. Whatever they said, shave off about 80% of the degree. Every other sentence is a lie. That's just the culture. And it's amazing to watch. And it's really amazing to watch after you've, like I lived in America, I left, been in Japan 16 years, now Korea, and then go back after you haven't been surrounded by it in a long time and just, and just watch it happen. Lie, lie, lie. I'm like, do you even know you're doing this? Are you even aware? Am I, or just all expected to just everyone lies to each other and they know it and you sort of like get the hitting me. I don't know. How do you even communicate like that? They, they lie constantly. And not just the like stuff to get out of trouble or to make themselves look better. They lie like it's a sport just to see if you'll believe them or not about things that don't make a difference. What was it JFK said? All they fucking do is lie to me or something like that? Yeah, pretty much. That's what he said. Yeah, that, that was after the they went to the fake Demona facility, right? It was after that. And, you know, they lied about Bay of Pigs. They lied about the ground support. They lie about everything. Like all they ever effing do is effing lie to me. Uh, Ryan, uh, without getting too much into this, do you have suspicions about Deepwater Horizon in the Gulf of Mexico and certain groups involvement with that i don't know much about that um deep water horizon don't know what you're getting yeah at. the oil spill the oil spill um it's been floated before that there may have been some sort of israeli involvement oh in that, that uh, um don't know I, you know it's almost default program to check that first you know <laughs> you shouldn't operate like that but uh, I have, I'm not saying there wasn't, I just haven't looked at that angle. Um, well, Palestine will be free. Israel's going to lose. And I'll end it there. Peace. Appreciate you coming on, Ryan. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And like I said, everybody, check out his merch. It's in the nest. Check out his map. You can buy it as a sweater. You can buy it as a map that you can put on your wall or you can keep it in the side of your room, whichever you want. Uh, you can get an end-all aid to Israel coffee mug too. <laughs> or flag. I got everything like that. Nice. The, the hoodies are very comfortable. I can, I'm can. i literally wearing yeah, it, it right now. It's a good hoodie. Like I wear my hoodie just for the warmth. It's got a, one of the pockets across the belly. It's useful for cell phones and stuff. Um so it's it's not just like what's written on it. It's a it's like a good hoodie anyway, I think. Appreciate you coming, Ryan. Thank you so much. Right, guys. Um let's go to